Video. Should we have national term limits? Lee Brown with U.S. Term Limits Chair of North Carolina is joining me now on the EBO Live line to talk about just that. Hi, Lee. Good morning. How are y'all? I'm doing okay, and I'm assuming North Carolina is, I guess you've been up an hour longer than we have, but you're awesome, right? How's your weather? Well, it is not raining today after a couple of weeks of nasty weather. It's going to be about 65, so I'm in a good place. Knock it out of the park. Okay, so we have February 27th, 73rd anniversary of the 22nd Amendment, limiting a president to two terms, but everybody else just seems to get stayed there forever, don't they? It's a little astonishing when you take a look around at what's happening in elected politics and then the complete lack of action in D.C. to do something about it while the people are out here crying for it. When I look at some people who have been there, and I'm just going to shout it out, Joe Biden's been there for 50 years, Nancy Pelosi's been there probably even longer, and people like to complain about, you know, Congress doesn't do anything, but they never think it's their guy. They always think it's everybody else's guy. <laughs> so we send the same people every couple of years and nothing ever changes. It is a little astonishing because that's one of the biggest pushbacks to term limits is, well, we could just not elect them. Okay, well, that's a wonderful thought process, except that we all do get tunnel vision about our own person and we mm-hmm. think that's not the issue. Forgetting that, in each one of our communities, there are highly talented, skilled people that, if there were term limits, could rise to fill that slot and may bring the new idea that brings this country into its next wonderful phase. But Washington is such a spider web. So let me play devil's advocate but just for a second, Lee, here. It takes so long just to learn how Washington works. It takes your whole first term just to figure out what the heck you're doing. It does, and I think that's normal in life. So the conversation about term limits, there's a lot of folks that think we're talking about, one, get elected, go home, or two, get elected, come home. We don't really know what the best number is, and I think that could be a really vibrant conversation. Is it three terms? Is it four? But you start realizing that the way it's set up right now, with the argument being that you can't have a leadership position until year 10, okay, that's crazy. Because I have children, and if I wait to parent, until they're 10 years old, okay, (laughs) ship's already sailed. And so you have to figure out how to get people more effective more quickly. So when I look at term limits, I do think that without them, our elected officials are in a constant cycle of re-election. They're just trying to get re-elected, and so they don't always make hard decisions. But if they had, let's just pick five terms out of the hat that's 10 years, if they knew they had a 10-year limit to get their most important project achieved to get something across the goal line, I think you'd see more action in D.C. Yeah. You know, our Jason Smith, of course, I'm one of those people who thinks my guy's the good guy, but he really is the good guy who fights for the Constitution. But he's head of the Ways and Means Commission, and, I mean, he hasn't been there any more than 10 years, but uh, he's doing good things. So it's like we we all feel that way. We feel like our guy's the good guy. So what are you proposing? Four terms? I mean, because terms can be six years. They can be eight years. we got to figure out what a term actually is. Well, the Congressional Term Limits Project is proposing three terms. So that would be six years in the House and in the Senate, two terms. So that would be 12 years. Well, that's very uneven. And, and for me personally, and I'm not speaking on behalf of the Term Limits Project, 
I just question that two-year cycle anyway in the House of Representatives because our cycles between primary and general, that keeps them in a constant re-election mode so they don't really have the bandwidth to focus as well. So maybe we have to have a, a broader conversation, too, about is it, should it be three years in the House and should it be five in the Senate? Is there a different way to make this more effective since things have changed a little without taking away the integrity of the House or the Senate? Uh-huh. Now, that being said, when you have an effective legislator, you have to figure out, all right, how do we keep that person engaged and involved? Well, the best leaders in history, they didn't always stay in office, and George Washington is probably the most relevant example of could have been king, didn't want to. He said, you know what, did my piece, I'm going home. Right. But he didn't just extract himself from leadership. He kept elevating other people. He was training and coaching and mentoring, and I do think our best leaders are filling up a backbench of great people to bring forward so that it's not on one person's shoulders to carry forward great ideas. Yeah, and you know, whether you like or love Trump or like or love Biden, um, for me, I just want the guy who is going to make sure America stays strong and does what needs to to happen we we get too involved in personal lives and we want this perfect Mm -hmm. human being to be in the office there is no perfect human being um and and i want the best people for the job and that person might not be able to get there because people know a name and they vote for it well and they know how lucrative it's been to go to dc let's just be really honest about that the Congress well, we have we will not one, address. We had one guy who gave up everything to go serve his country and one guy who got rich while he was there. So there's that. Yeah. Right. And the, and the one who has profited on being in office is doing it blatantly to our faces with no repercussions. The one who reduced his net worth with a willingness to serve has been attacked more than I think anybody else on the planet could have withstood. So, again, whether you like him or not, you have to admire the man for the amount of vitriol he has taken over all these years. Mm -hmm. Now, that being said, when you start realizing it's lucrative to go to D.C., well, now you know why they don't want term limits. How are you going to keep making 100% (laughs) return on your portfolio if you have to go home and don't have all that inside knowledge? So there's multiple things that are intertwined here. But what it goes back to is the integrity of our elected officials, right? Right. And term limits would create an environment where you're almost going to have to have some integrity because you've got a limited time frame. Now, before you push back on it, I'll go ahead and tell you the other pushback I get, because I love having these conversations, obviously, Mm -hmm. is that, well, the bureaucrats are the problem and the agencies are not going to be subject to term limits either. Totally agree. And I think that a very wise Congress would look at how long you can serve in a government agency, and they would stop making those permanent lifetime entitlement jobs. Mm -hmm. In fact, I do hope that our next Congress, our next executive branch, will slice the agencies and will take away this fact that the federal government is right now the largest employer that's adding jobs when you... You, sh- you shouldn't have a country that is so top-heavy with non-producers because they're all consumers, every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And a a Congress that's under term limits and knows the voters are irritated about all of this because term limits, backed by 87% of voters. It's not a partisan thing. This is an all-y'all thing. Mm-hmm. We all want our electeds to behave better. So if you listen to the public and you put in term limits, 
Congress might then actually hold those purse strings a little tighter, which is their actual job. And yeah. then you could pull back some of the funding from these corrupt agencies that are really just putting the hammer down on everyday citizens, and we might be able to turn the corner. Yeah, this would be good. You know, we only have a minute left, but Trump cut the government by almost half when he was in office, and now it's built all the way back up again because <sighs> somebody wanted all his friends in there. All right, so where do people go to learn more about this? I literally have 45 seconds. Where do they go, Lee? Well, frankly, if you Google congressional term limits, you'll find your state chair, and that's the best place to do is go find the state chair. And Missouri's uh, looking at this, and we're working with state legislatures to help get this to move forward because this is what the people want. Mm -hmm. And this is where we as citizens have to take back our power because everything in our founding documents is we the people. It's not those the elected. And so let's bring our power back and tell our elected that they should listen to us again. Yeah, once and for all, listen to us again, or there might be another Tea Party um, and not the kind that everybody tried to blame stuff on. U.S. Term Limits Chair out of North Carolina, Lee Brown, wants you to go to your Term Limits Chair for your state and tell them we want national term limits. Lee Brown, thank you, ma'am. Thanks for having me on. Uh-huh. Bye-bye.